What's up, guys? It's Little D from FMF. When I'm not mixing gas and hauling ass, I'm listening to Big MX Radio. Hey, guys, what's up? This is Andy Frisella here. You're listening to Big MX Radio. But when you're done with this episode, come check out the MFCEO project, the MFCEO.com. I got all your motivation. I've got everything you need to know about running your brand. I've got everything you need to know about getting shit done, and we can do it together. can't expect that everyone is as passionate about racing as we are. We can't expect that everyone is able to hear the silent call of the sea at 5am. Not everyone possesses the ability to smell the difference between rich and lean. nor the ear to differentiate the bark of two cylinders from four. It would not be fair of us to assume that the world understands the yearning and overwhelming compulsion that we have to push through pain, angst, frustration and failure. Some people might not understand the desire to test physical limits, conquer fear, or to tangle with the forces of gravity and physics. But we don't make product for them. Look to the future, but embrace our past. We study, we analyze, we race on Sunday so we can innovate on Monday. We exercise trial and error religiously. through our commitment to the pursuit of perfection. We learn. How to make products for the people that are capable of dedicating everything to sport. Whether there is a championship involved or not. Alpine stars, one goal, one vision.
25. Moto here from Grundahl. Kingsley turns that five sideways. Brian McGee is down. This is a sharp left-hander. Who's going to shot? Looks like Darcy Lange on that Richmond Gallon Kawasaki gets the jump. That's where it all started. Big MX Radio, brought to you by Fly Racing USA, is on the air. Fueled by passion, focused on motocross. W Wheels USA, Moto Ice Wrap, Viral Goggle Brand, and Maxima USA make it possible to bring you the news, the interviews, and the point of views inside the sport of motocross. The gate's about to drop on Big MX Radio. Welcome to the Big MX Radio Podcast Show brought to you by Fly Racing and FMF. I am your host, Brad Gebhardt, with me on the line, two guys that I've had on uh, separately before, but tonight we have them together, none other than uh, Bubba Pauly and Michael Akkaiden. Michael, how's it going? Oh, pretty good. How about yourself? Hey, not doing too bad whatsoever. Uh, it's a beautiful day here in uh in california although uh actually that's i couldn't be more wrong in saying so it rained all day long and you guys are at the supercross truck tell me about it yeah uh we actually need a little bit of rain out here uh we got here a week ago and it's been dry ever since so um but it just did some missing most of the day and actually the track was uh really good all day long just because it kind of missed it on and off so we got a good day, good full day of riding in, and uh, but then it started coming down. So it looks like tomorrow is uh, out of the question. Fair enough. Well, uh, and, and and Bubba, you're also out here. You guys are staying together. Do you guys have power yet? Yeah, it uh, came back on just a little bit ago, so we're uh, we're able to just start making some dinner right now and got some bike work and stuff we got to do after that, but. Uh, yeah, power is out for a little bit. I guess a little bit of sprinkle in Southern California is like a big storm, maybe. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Power is out, and we got back home and uh, had to wait it out. No doubt. Uh, like what would what we would probably consider a gentle misting uh, would would is often considered kind of a torrential downpour around here. Um, batting down the hatches, <laughs> but you guys were riding uh, Supercross today over in Elsinore. Uh, come rain or shine, how was it today? Uh, it was good. The track was, was really good. It was my first time riding there in a couple of years, and the layout was all different from the last time I rode there, so we got to learn uh, learn the new track, and basically we just tried to treat it like a race day. You know, we go out there and, and try to get the track down as quick as we can and try to get some, some good laps in and, and go into our motos. Uh, had some off and on rain, which made it a little bit more challenging, some slippery spots. The, the dirt is really hard-packed clay out there, so it's slippery anyway, so throw a little extra water on it, and uh, it'll keep you on your toes for sure, but you know, that's the type of stuff that uh, really elevates your practice game and uh, makes you better rider. So uh, it was a good day. We uh, made progress all day and got some motos in, got some sprint laps in and on a new track and can't complain at all. So it just got to cut a little bit short due to the, the pickup of the rain, but, you know, it was a, it was a good day. Fair enough. Uh, Michael, can you confirm or deny the fact that uh, regardless of uh, the rain uh, coming down a little bit more, that uh, when the guys over at Lake Elsinore uh, Supercross track started to move, the skidster around, they immediately started to kick up dust? I can actually confirm that. No, I mean, it was, it was coming down pretty good, and, and uh, we still saw some dust coming up from, yeah, from the Bobcat when he was moving <coughs> dirt. And then uh, there's one guy out there, Rick, I think it was Chisholm. Yeah, uh, they're still ripping up and down some lanes, and, and he was even kicking up some dust. So um, he was out there would, uh, for another hour. If it doesn't rain a whole lot more, it actually might be good. 
Do what? Uh, Chiz was, was out there for another hour? hour doing doing laps and and all that fun stuff. So it was pretty wild to see. And um, yeah, wow. Like, I, I, like you, you got um, you said it was more packed uh, earlier in the day. I didn't get a chance to come out there, but uh, uh, really impressed with the the facility there. And uh, uh, re- I guess it should be pretty awesome because you guys pay a lot to be there. Yeah, we definitely were kind of bummed that it started raining um, because we you know, we paid the full fee. So. Uh, but then, you know, it calmed down and we got some good riding in and, uh, we ended up getting pretty much a full day. So, um, yeah, I was happy with it. Fair enough. So, and I was actually still pretty mm-hmm. sore from the weekend too. Oh, I, I imagine you guys are super sore after An- Anaheim won. You both rode very well, uh, respectively. But, uh, Bubba, tell me a little bit about TSX Productions and the new team that you guys have kind of, uh, amalgamated to create for the, for this year because, uh, you're both on Kawasaki's now and, uh, uh, team sponsors throughout. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, pretty cool the way it all came together. Um, Michael and I were, were, uh, you know, traveled together a lot the last couple of seasons and, uh, you know, we work well together and he was switching to Kawasaki and, and, uh, then switching to the same gear as me. We're both running the skills racing, uh, gear and, you know, we're like, hey, let's try to make the most of this. And, you know, we're already going to be running the same product. So, uh, let's try to brand ourselves as a team and, and see if we can get some more. And it worked out great. Um, and a couple of different offers for a main sponsor for a program and, uh, a uh, longtime friend of mine, Sean Morris, uh, works with Thomas over at TXS and uh, got us in contact and helped uh, help put the deal together. And um, you know, before we knew it, we were signing a contract uh, with TXS Productions as our our title sponsor for our team, and uh, everything just started coming together. It was it was good. We had uh, you know, Top Secret Designs was taking care of all our graphics and banners and everything like that, and uh, skills with our gear and. And all the other sponsors came together, and uh, it was it was cool. You know, I, I was really happy with our presence at uh, our A1 and our look and everything. It, everything was you know in sync. It was uh, it was awesome. So, um, you know, results wise, I think for myself and Michael, we're we're one of the best Stanheim ones that we've ever had. So, um, you know, can't can't complain too much. So, uh, you know, we just build on that. It's a big thing. You know, it's a long season, and you know, we we'll start off better than we were last year, and, and just build on it and move forward so i'm excited well there you go and you guys are crushing it um the two of you are uh are, have, have long been privateers michael uh what is the biggest hurdle that you guys encounter throughout your season um what what's what kind of um keeps you guys on your toes the most i'd have to say the traveling um from race to race and especially with this the first two these first two or three rounds where we're going from anaheim to texas and then back to anaheim that's kind of a, a pretty tough one for us, but uh, for the most part, it's not too bad. But but the traveling, you know, as we're driving from every race to every race, it's it gets um it gets a little daunting. But and then we then we don't have as much time to to ride. But um, it's part of it, and we wouldn't be doing it unless we loved it. So, um, but yeah, I mean, everything everything is coming together pretty well this year, better than any year before, in my opinion. So it's um, everything everything's doing well well there you go and uh you, you guys are are, uh, are getting better every single year as far as how you present yourself and uh and can bring value to those sponsors um i know there's a lot of privateers that are uh are considering not going to uh houston does that got to give you guys a little bit of uh, an extra advantage knowing that you will be attending it and uh and that there's a few guys that will be left behind in california yeah yeah i guess that, uh, that'll work to our advantage we don't uh, we don't ever count on that but 
Uh, if it works out that way, it works out that way. But then there's going to be some guys that weren't at Anaheim that True. will be at Houston. So it, it all should it'll should um, it should all even out pretty well. Fair enough, um, Bubba. Uh, you you done a ton of tra- uh, tra- uh, training in the off season, getting ready for this. Um, what is something new that you did for 2018 to get ready for uh, a full a full series? Yeah, so you know this after Supercross got over in 2017, I was. You know, I was fired up. I wanted to keep racing. So, uh, you know, I tried to race as many nationals as we could and, and had some, some, for myself, some pretty good results in those. Uh, got better, uh, as the season went on and, um, nationals got over. I was like, man, I want to keep racing again because I knew it was just going to make me, uh, you know, being in the race atmosphere and at the pro level is going to, only going to help me for supercross. So that, that's the way everything is geared towards. That's my big reason for racing the nationals in the summer. And I went and did Monster Cup and, um, I went from, from there and, and, uh, did a couple of local races and then, uh, went over to India for two weeks and raced, uh, some, a couple supercross events over there, which was cool. Some international riders and a couple Americans were over there too. So, um, and I got back from there at the beginning of December and, uh, just got finishing touches ready for supercross and headed out to California. So I really didn't experience much of a break at all throughout the year. Um, you know, I love racing. I do it every second I can and, and, uh, but a big thing for me was just to, you know, to keep racing and be in that, that zone and that atmosphere for, uh, ultimately for Supercross in 2018. You know, it's kind of how I look at everything, you know, if it's going to make me better for the next season, uh, I'm going to do it. So, um, you know, it, it worked, worked out well in uh, Supercross and, uh, you know, it didn't really feel like it was the first race this season. It just felt like I was just keeping it going. So, um, happy the way that worked out. Look forward to doing something like that again, uh, throughout the summer and in the fall and the next year too so fair fun. enough well uh you, you'd met, you guys mentioned that you're about to do some uh cook some dinner and i won't keep you too much longer uh so you can get to that but uh which one of you is the better cook and uh and who's making what i think bubba's a better cook i'm not gonna lie <laughs> i'll put down anything so uh so it doesn't really matter how it tastes to me so uh i don't really pay as much attention to the directions and uh, get all the spices I need. I just kind of throw a bunch of stuff in there and call it good. <laughs> I am, yeah. Maggie does lots of cooking and she makes great food and, and, uh, I don't, I usually don't have to make much. There you go. What were you saying there, Bo? Oh, saying it was funny you asked that, uh, I was just putting some random spices in and stuff and the, the meat I had cooking <laughs> on the stove while you were answering the last question. So I don't know if it's going to work out well, but it's in there. It'll add some flavor one way or another. <laughs> awesome. Well, I won't keep you guys too much longer, but uh, um, I'll ask you guys separately. Bubba, uh, what are your goals for 2018, and how are you going to achieve them? And so uh, last year I made my first main event, the 450 class. Uh, that was a big goal of mine for a long time, and, and you know I, uh, I ended up having three points at the end of the season. Um, you know, I, I'd really like to earn a two-digit number going into next year, and you know the only way to do that is to to make more main events and collect as many points as we can so um kind of kill two birds with one stone if uh, we can make that happen you know get main events score points and uh, earn a number for the next season that's uh i feel like the next step for me you know uh if you want one you got to get the other so um you know just taking it race by race and uh you know have that have that on the objective uh objective list every time we go racing so it's pretty much it for me right now michael same question uh, for this year, I definitely want to uh, be in more main events and 
uh, a double digit number would be would be awesome. So that's that's kind of what I'm shooting for. And um, you know, I, I feel like there's more left in the tank for me. So I'm going to keep pushing, keep working, keep learning, and we will um, try to pick up little pieces of the puzzle here and there and put it together. Well, there you go, guys. Uh, so I know you guys got a ton of great sponsors. I know you need to uh, give them proper due before uh, I let you guys go. Uh, do either one of you have a, a sponsor list on hand to uh, to list those off for me? Uh, yeah, and I, honestly, I don't have a, a complete full list that on hand right now, but uh, a little unprepared for that right now. But uh, got a lot of people helping me out, and uh, you know, the, you know, the people that are putting, uh, you know, I would say the most. Uh, you know, time, money, and effort into my program. Uh, you know, obviously those those guys come first, but everybody else, you know, if it's product discounts, whatever. I mean, it's, it's I appreciate every bit of it. And uh, you know, Outlaw Motorsports out of Harrisburg, Illinois, was was the first uh, first thing that I really had clicking this year, and they stepped up and did a little bit more for me this year, and um, really got the ball got the ball rolling. And and then Michael and I were able to secure our uh, our team sponsor with TXS Productions and uh, Top Secret Designs and Skills Racing, uh, helping everything come together with the with the look and uh, good product there. And um, yeah, you know, I got some other local sponsors, Drop 15 Cycles, and uh, taking care of my motors and stuff whenever I need. And it's been awesome. St. Louis Tattoo Company helping us out as well. And uh, so it's it's been good. You know, there's a lot of lot of people. And uh, like I said, I wish I had a good list so I didn't miss out anybody, but uh, you know everything's been been coming together really well, and definitely appreciative for for everything from the top to the bottom from anybody. So um, thanks for all those for everybody. You know I appreciate it for sure. And uh, Michael, do you have any uh, different sponsors or some people that are helping you out in addition to that list? Yeah, Bub and I have quite a few uh, similar sponsors, but I do have some uh, personal sponsors as well. So uh, I got my bikes from Gateway Cycles, and they are they're hooking me up this year. So. Uh, thanks to Carl there. And then all L Buxton excavating and Embry Racing, those are some families back home that um they're supporting me. So it's um it's it's really awesome for all the sport to come together and um you know, hope we're putting putting the effort in uh to make them happy and I, I think we are so it's uh, it's been good. It's been great. Fair enough, boys. Well, I'll let you get to your dinner. I really appreciate you coming on the Big MX Radio podcast show to uh, to chat a little bit, and we'll see you in Houston. All right. We appreciate it. No yeah, problem, thanks guys. Thanks for, uh, for everything you do and, and helping get the word of motocross out there to all these people to listen. Appreciate it, man. Don't hang up just yet, but for podcast sake, we're going to cut it off right there. Hey, everyone. Let's take a break and listen to some commercials quickly, then we'll be right back to the podcast. Thanks for listening. FlyRacing.com is the home of quality and innovation. The design team at Fly tirelessly rebuild and retool premium lines like the Evolution 2.0 and Light Hydrogen with features like zipper lock to prevent closure failures and EVO's BOA technology, which ensures the perfect fit. Complete your protective gear combo head-to-toe with Fly Racing F2 Carbon MIPS Retrospect and Fly's entry into the premium boot segment with their sector. All products and colorways are available at FlyRacing.com. In motorsports, the action pulls us in, and often we never get close enough to the exhilaration and athletes that amaze us. Although trackside seats are available, nothing gets you closer to motocross and supercross action than the collective experience. Dave Drakes has created 
an exclusive opportunity to get you closer to the sport you love so much. If you want an all-access experience with Adam or Tyler Edicknap, Henry Miller, John Ames, or even the cat, AJ Catanzaro, you need to check out the Collective Experience today. TheCollectiveXP.com, as well as the Collective EX on Instagram is where you can find the collective experience. Do so immediately. The collective experience. Nobody gets you closer. What's wrong, Jeff? I don't know, Jay. Well, you better fuel up with a nutritious breakfast with oats and bran. Oats and bran? I didn't think there was such a thing. That's what I used to think. Now, I start out every morning with a bowl of amigos. For extreme kids like us. That's what I call fueling for the big ride. Hey, kids, start out every morning with a fat ball. Hey, this is Zach Cummins. All you hosers, quit listening to Nickelback and jump on over to the Big MX Radio Show. Hey, Big MX listeners, it's time for another commercial break. Please listen carefully to these, and we'll be right back to the show. Thanks. WUSA is your one-stop shop for quality wheel sets in America. All of the best components built for the toughest conditions. Hit up WUSA.com, that's D-U-B-Y-A-U-S-A.com right now, and check out the custom wheel builder selection. Pick your rims, pick your hubs, pick your spokes, even pick your nipples, and see what it's going to look like on your bike. On the website, you'll drool over components like XL and DID rims, Talon and Kite aluminum hubs, Galfer and Brembo brakes, and spokes that take a licking and keep on ticking. The same wheels that you buy are built by the same guys we're building wheels for. Ryan Dungey, Jeremy Martin, Chad Reed, and the entire Geico Honda team. And I kid you not, they are not told whose wheels are whose, they just build amazing product. And I want you guys in a set of W wheels. So do what I did and head to dubyausa.com today. WUSA. All things wheels. Hey, Big MX fans. Thanks for listening to this podcast and hope you're enjoying it. I want you guys to head on over to TractionMX.com. TractionMX is the place to get your seat covers for any bike that you have, whether it be a Husqvarna, Kawasaki, Suzuki, Yamaha, KTM, you name it, these guys have a great seat cover for you. They're durable, they're flashy, they're eye-catching, and they're one-of-a-kind. The reason why they're one-of-a-kind is because you design your own. You pick the fabrics, you pick the ribs, you pick the everything all the way down to the stitching uh, color that they use on the seat cover itself. Traction MX is your one-stop shop to set your bike apart from the herd 110%. These seat covers start at just $69.95 American, and uh, the average turnaround is a one to two weeks. One to two weeks from now, you could have a bike that's looking completely different than it does right now. So head on over to TractionMX.com, start shopping, start designing, and make something special like for you today. 
going viral with Viral Brand. Viral Brand is setting its sights on being one of the leading brands in the extreme sports market. From supercross to snowcross and snowboarding, and everything in between. Viral Brand is working hard to not only bring you premium products, quality eyewear, and killer style, but award-winning support with every sport. Head on over to theviralbrand.com and get tinted lenses, clear lenses, 10-pack of tear-offs, and goggle bag for only $59.99. Viral Brand products are available in the U.S., Canada, and Australia and used exclusively by the Barn Pros Racing MX Home Depot Yamaha team for the 2017 season. Go viral with the viral brand. Burning the midnight oil here. Last people in the parking lot, Lake Elsinore, on a Monday afternoon. Uh, Kyle Chisholm, 5150 Energy Drink. The 11 in your program, number one in your hearts. How's it going, buddy? Good. Yeah, we're doing a little bit of testing today and uh, a little bit longer day than we wanted to, but with the rain and everything coming in, um, we've been getting rained on like half the day anyways, and it's supposed to rain more tomorrow. So uh, normally we wouldn't be out here quite this long on a Monday, but trying to get some stuff done before we get rained out for a couple of days, I think. You know, if it rains like what they say it's going to. So, yeah. What uh, what part were you trying to uh, sort out today, and what was the conclusion? Uh, just some, a little bit of engine stuff. Uh my race bike's been really good. My practice bike is, was, like, a little different uh, feeling. It's supposed to be similar to my race bike, and uh, it felt a little bit off. So we're kind of just running through some things to uh, kind of narrow down what it was. And I don't want to say what it was <laughs> yet, but uh, I think we figured it out. So that's so that was good. But, yeah, a couple of days I rode on it, and uh just felt like it wasn't quite the same kind of power like what my race bike had and uh but it's supposed to be similar so no it's good i think we figured it out not the best conditions and all that doing it but we made it work and uh but yeah no that the bike's honest honestly been really good i haven't really changed a whole lot so kind of what threw me off was like i have a practice bike in florida which i started on out here and then the shipped and then i had my race bike i had rode hayden's bike you know the other rider on the team of course uh today a little bit and back a couple weeks ago too and then this particular bike which is my practice bike in california was just a little off so we were trying to like just run through you know different things like uh, you know the injector make sure there's nothing wrong with like an injector and electrical mm-hmm. stuff and ecus and then what was the difference all that stuff. Yeah, so, right yeah so we're just trying to figure out kind of mm-hmm. one th- one thing at a time and kind of see what it was and uh, i think we kind of figured it out so thank well, bottom line, you got to the bottom of it, and I uh, got it sorted out. Uh, this time of year, you guys are be- about as close to uh, perfection as it can be as far as the, the, the race bike goes. Uh, were you happy with your performance at A1, uh, both practice qualifying and uh, and the race night? Not really, being honest. Uh, it wasn't terrible, but um, I can just... Like, whether I finish better or not, like I said, I try to not be too result results-oriented, you know, like where it's like, oh, if I finish this place i'm gonna be happy it's more for me just how i felt riding wasn't my best did i do the best i can and because that's all i can really ask for the, the the actual position and finish is just a byproduct of like my performance you know what i mean so um i tried 100 percent, you know whatever but just didn't ride my best i rode tight uh got a little arm pump and just wasn't breathing right and not riding like i can um so like i said i, was, I always give it 100 percent, you know whatever no matter what and uh but it just wasn't 100 percent of my ability of where i can be so um i think i qualified like 12th or 13th which 
for sure I want to be top 10. I'm not the best at doing like the one fast lap, but um, for sure I want to be up, but you know, between five and 10, you know, at least um, there. And then uh, in the main event, uh, I, I finished 10th and top 10 is, I guess, acceptable, whatever you want to call it. There's, there's a, the field's pretty stacked this year and most everybody's healthy. So um, it's acceptable, but I want to be closer to the top five. And like I said, whether I finish a lot better, I could have been eighth or ninth this weekend, but there was just that, the group of guys, like, I would say the first three or four guys were kind of in their own little, you know, category. And then there was that next group of guys, like, uh, Oldenburg and Hill and uh, Sexton, forget who Mitchell that, Harrison, Harrison, yeah, um, that were like that four, five, six, seven, eight they're range. Changeable. They're they're all right there, mm-hmm. and then I was kind of by myself a lot of the main, kind of just behind those guys. So I would just like to at least be in that that group of guys. So maybe I only would have finished eighth or ninth, but just be in that battle a little bit more. So, and uh, honestly, though, for how I felt riding. Um, and still getting a 10th or, you know, being around top 10, I felt terrible. I felt like my grandma could have hopped on a bike and beat me, you know, the way I felt <laughs> out there. And it was more just, like I said, me just being tight and, you know, just not, not riding like, like I can. So I just need to relax a little bit, flow a little better, and just, you know, maybe not try so hard or whatever, you know, and uh, let kind of just let it happen. So I've been feeling good riding. The bike's been good. We honestly haven't changed that much. A few suspension settings. Uh, we've kind of been going back and forth, but I've had, like, a couple shock settings and a couple fork settings that just kind of minor changes that I've been kind of going back and forth between, uh, even when I was back in Florida, like during Christmas and stuff, um, just kind of going back and forth on. So I had a couple shocks, a couple fork settings that I just been kind of swapping back and forth and kind of trying to narrow down. And, uh, other than that, we haven't really changed anything. The bike, the bike's pretty good. The team's done a good job with the bike. I'm happy with it. So for me, it's just getting seat time on it, kind of narrowing down that suspension setting, which I think we kind of, Normally you go to A1 and you're like, you think you're maybe good and you get there and you're like, oh, we got to try all this other stuff. But I'm pretty happy with where the bike was. I haven't really wanted to make any uh, changes in the suspension. Um, I think we're in a pretty good place. So for me, it's just seat time and getting getting time on the bike and use to the Yamaha again. Fair enough. Well, um, obviously you want to be in that fight and being part of that fight with the 250 guys is a whole lot different than being riding with the 450s. Um, it, is, are you still at all transitioning or getting used to uh, riding with that uh, type of intensity and the uh, everything that comes with riding with those kids that uh, they'll fight you for anything? Yeah, I mean, it is a little bit. I think for me more, it's just uh, not knowing how some of them race. Mm-hmm. Where the 450 class, I've raced most of those guys a lot of my career. Mm-hmm. So when you're around like a, a bar shot or something like that, you yeah. kind of know how they're going to race you. Body and when I'm around, like, my, I'm buddies with Brock Tickle, like, you got to know how he's going to race you. Where for me, some of the kids are rookies, so they, they probably don't even know how they race. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then, But then a few of the other guys, I, I've kind of, kind of, not respect them, but you obviously respect them, but just you kind of know what they're going to do or you can kind of be like, okay, I know that guy's going to run it on me or, you know, mm-hmm. if I leave the door open at all, that guy's going to go out of his way to Blow my block me, you know, where that's where the 250 class on those kids aren't as smart and they don't maybe choose the best times to kind of make those passes yeah, or stuff going on. So um, a few of the kids, it's like kind of getting used to what, like, what are, what's that? Is he going to run it in? Is he not? Um, when he does run it in, is he going to go out of my out of his way to make sure he hits me, or is he going to just you know get in there yeah, and be aggressive but just go along with the race? Line, yeah. So uh, yeah, it's just kind of learning that a little bit. But um, 
I think a little bit of it too is just the way you ride the 250. Mm-hmm. It's you got to be a little more aggressive on it. It's less power than a 450, so you can kind of be more aggressive on the bike. So I think that kind of just translates into the way you ride it. You know, it's the way other guys ride and the yeah. way you race each other. And you can other. be more aggressive without being detrimental yeah. to how it handles yeah, either. Exactly. So, Fair enough. Um, but yeah, no, I I feel like I kind of got used to that last year that that side of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of had a little bit of a. Going into this year, I kind of knew what to expect more than last year in that aspect, you know. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, I appreciate the time. We'll see you in Houston, big guy. Yeah, no worries. Thank you.